Hello everyone and welcome to this um, Dell and Keish podcast. My name's Derek Kernahan and today I'm joined by, again, as always, my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how's it going buddy? Yeah, good mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Um, before we start, did you have a good New Year and stuff like that? Good aye. birthday? Aye, aye, aye. Your good, birthday aye. a few days ago? Aye, cheers, aye. No, New Year was good. Quite quiet, don't really care about New nah, Year I'm much. I'm the same, bud. And uh, birthday, same, like, I think once you're over, like, seven, you kind of stop celebrating, and like, <laughs> aye, who cares, right? So, aye. aye. Fine, man. Fair play, mate. Fair play, mate. How so was your new year? that was good. Same as you, mate. Um, quiet. Obviously, get the get um the wee one. So we were just very quiet, mate. Um, I was actually back to work on the second, which was aye, me and all, which was sh- shite. Aye, <laughs> not ideal. No, it was brutal. So um, aye, that's been. It was fairly quiet. Obviously, we we caught up a wee bit in between Christmas and New Year as well. Aye. Um, caught up on one particular day, in fact, that we're going to be talking about um, um today, and we're going to be discussing the. The Rangers versus um, Celtic game that was on the twenty ninth of December. So yep. we're going to we're going to have a wee run through that. Um, talk about some of the major highlights of it, what we were expecting before the game, and then um, what's still going on the now is the aftermath of it um, as well. So we'll, we'll have a wee chat about that. Um, so um, just before um, just before we sort of get into it and everything, we'll have a wee chat about you know what we were expecting before the game. Aye. Um, going into the game. Um, what were you? What What was your thoughts um, before the game? Um, so we're talking before I seen the team. Yes, aye, aye, aye. aye let's talk about that. Well, I think we probably everybody came out of the Hibs game feeling a bit underwhelmed. Um, it was a bit of a flat performance. Yeah. It looked like we were tired and just not quite at it, and you just kind of hoped that it wasn't one game too many. Kind of yeah. like it was after Ufa. Yeah. Just before the international break and we went to Parkhead and we played like we did against Hibs probably and you kind of felt like oh, it was maybe one game too many in that run and I just, I didn't want to see that again. I didn't feel overly scared of it. Like, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't feel like we were ever going to get a doing. I thought it would be pretty close. Yeah. Um, but aye, I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting us to be great quality. Yeah. I thought we might have, you know, Sneaked away with probably a one each draw or something like that as a kind of um, one of these standard boring ones where a draw kind of didn't really do that much damage to anybody. No. And quite often you see the games like that come out and there's a wee silly draw. Both yeah. teams kind of just go, like, it's a break coming up, we'll just settle for a draw and fight it out in the second half of the year. Yeah. So that is kind of what I felt. Um, but I, like I said, the main thing was I wasn't expecting a great deal of quality from us. Um, but the reason I felt the draw was because they weren't in good form either. They weren't exactly playing high quality. No, so. they haven't really most of the season, have they? People nah. are saying, and they're, they're obviously, with them being them, you know, they're sort of near the top of the league. Aye. Um, for, for me, I was thinking more a case of after the Hibs game on Boxing Day, that was a massive disappointment because um, mm. of the, the Hibs game previous to that when we, when we were aye, at Easter aye. Road and we played very well and we, might, we got a draw, which I thought was, you know, we could have, we should have won it. Um, we should have won it, but unfortunately, um, we didn't. So the Hibs game at Ibrox was a massive disappointment, um, for us. We just didn't look at the races at all that day. Didn't look comfortable at all, um, on the park. So I was, I was worried going into the game. Um, to be honest with you, I was, I was really worried going into the game. Um, I was worried about. I was think I was worried because, like you said, the players looked knackered. I was thinking that we need to give. This is like a cup final. Today Aye. we need to give a cup final performance, you know, where nothing else matters, you know, go out there, work your socks off and try and win. But I was very, very worried beforehand. Um, before that, I didn't think it was going to be a, 
a classic game like like you said either. I thought it was going to be more dogged. You know, the two teams look like they need a rest, so they're, they're playing for the you know like that. But glad to say that. Um, I we were both wrong. They, 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 they definitely proved us wrong. Um, I think you're right about just quickly on, on the Hibs after the Hibs result. You said it's like a cup final. I think that's a good point, is because after that it was it was a, a good bit more of a must win. Yeah, kind of. It did it did put a bit of extra pressure on us from a points perspective. Certainly, we couldn't afford to lose it. Yes. Um, like I said, I don't, I'm not sure a draw would have been a complete disaster, but we couldn't lose it if we lost no. it. Whereas if we beat Hibs, you could not that we would have accepted a loss, but you know what I mean. It, it, it yeah. one of the games where the the dropping points at Hibs and then them scoring two late goals to win at Aberdeen in 86 minute they're two each yeah. and you're thinking oh here is a win for it when we're 1-0 up and almost it's a, it's a two point sway that way yeah. and then boom before, you know what I mean like I don't know 15, 20 minutes later or something and you're the two points is totally swung and they've made two points on us run the other way about so aye it changed the dynamic a bit yeah, yeah. the other thing that I sort of had in the back of my mind was as well just his you know how they even though they don't they haven't been playing the greatest, they never give up. Aye. That was another thing I was really worried about, just the fact that they would have came out and grinded out a result if you were, you know, if it was like that. If anybody was for my opinion, if you were looking at the two teams beforehand, if anybody was going to grind out a result, it would have been them. Aye. Rather like than us. Three, two last, yeah. Last season. Yeah, like like obviously they got they were down to ten men and they still managed to get the winner. They got the winner, which Aye. was obviously a <laughs> massive disappointment for us that day and I think that that speaks to the mentality of both teams is that the, the truly great teams the, the the dominant champions find a way to win and never give up like yeah. you said and we'll come on to the game but I I think they showed that they don't have that yeah anyway, that, I don't that proper that. like we will win at all cost champions put your body on the line never stop and yeah. you might not be at your best but you'll get over the line belief yeah Um. So I, I think they showed their mentality, but we also showed that we're a different animal as well Aye, this year. Definitely. So, I think they might have had that a few years ago, but it doesn't seem like they've got it this season, which is a benefit for us, obviously. Aye. aye. Um, so what we'll do now then is we'll dig into the we'll dig into the game. Yep. Do you want to give us the, the Rangers line up? Um, yeah. Okay, so on you go. So Rangers lined up um with McGregor and Goal, a back four of Tav, Goldson, Warrell and Halliday. A midfield three of McCrory, Arfield and Jack, and a front three of Ryan Kent, Alfredo Morelos and Daniel Kandias. Yeah. Uh, in the bench, just to give you a quick rundown, we had Lee Wallace, Kyle Lafferty, Wes Fodringham, John Flanagan, Nico Katic, Lasana Koulibaly and Glenn Middleton was yeah. the rest of the squad that day. So... So just sort of first of all, thank you for that. So just going going on to the team. Obviously, me and you were with each other before the game, um, with our with our actual two brothers. We we were having a few drinks before the game, yeah. And the team got announced. We sort of standing there with each other. What was your What was your opinion of the team before the game? I mean, were you surprised that things like Halliday was playing left back, and it wasn't either Flanagan or was it Wallace or obviously we knew Barisic was uh, was out. So. Was it? Um, were you surprised that Halliday was in there? Um, so we'll, we'll talk about the backline first, and then we'll move right. on. So were you? I think that was the only real major shock was maybe Halliday playing. Um, well, maybe not shock, but one that we were unsure about who was who going to was play going to left play back. I I think that I would say I was probably happy to see Halliday there. Um, I think that the the reason there was a bit of shock was because when Barisic went off, it was Wallace that came on. Yes, and no Flanagan. So then you're like, well, that throws doubt on his confidence in Flanagan 
it suggests that I mean Barisic got injured like in half an hour, so he's bringing Wallace on for an hour. Yeah. Um. So then you start to think, well, maybe it'll be Lee Wallace because he's an actual left back and he put him on in that game. Um. But then against Tibbs, it was Halliday. So all of a sudden you're like, you don't know. He, yeah. He played Flanagan before in big games when he'd been poor in Scotland or he'd been dropped and taken off at half time, and he's playing in Europe. Yeah. So there, there was a there was a, a real. It could have been any one of the yeah. three. Um, there was a case that you could have made for all of them. So yeah. I, I wouldn't say I was shocked or disappointed or anything like that, but uh, I, that was uh, yeah. in the back four, back five, that was the only real doubt I would have said. Yeah, I think in terms of in terms of myself thinking, I thought he was going to play Wallace left-back because obviously Wallace is a natural left-back in terms of games like this. You don't want to do... You don't really want people playing out of position. I think you want Aye. you want your best. Like if someone's a natural at that position, you want to play that position. But when I seen Andy Halliday was there, I was quite happy. You know that boy's just he's Rangers through and through. You know, Aye. so I was more than happy to see him in the team. Um, I was Aye. slightly worried about him against. You know, if if they had um, Forrest up front against him or Sinclair for space. Aye. But yeah. I didn't think I didn't think he would ever shy away from it or anything like that. I think he'd have been Aye. he'd have been up for the he would have been up for the fight. I think I I mean you're right, pace wise and defensively let's let's not kid ourselves. He's not a he's not a left back. Yeah. He's not he's not a particularly great defensive player, you know, it's not like Ross McCrory or somebody you think, well, yeah. he's he's a good defender even though he's a midfielder. Halliday's not a particularly great defender regardless. So I mean if it had been Wallace I, I wouldn't have been Overly disappointed. I think that it was the right call because Wallace obviously had been lacking a lot of fit, fitness in football and it's a big risk in an intense game to put somebody on that yeah. has not really got much chance of lasting 90 minutes at that pace. So I get it. Um, if it had been Flanagan, I would have been shutting myself. I'd, I'd, have been, I'd have been worried as well, mate. Right. If I was the that was the, he'd have been the worst possible. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. about um, Big Worrell? Were you, were you all right with him playing there or else do you think Catty should have come in or even Macaulay? Um, um, strong, strong shouts. Obviously, Macaulay didn't make the didn't even make the fitness. bench, but he was fit. Supposedly, oh, was he fit. Aye. Aye. No, I thought that I assumed when I seen the team that Macaulay couldn't have made the fitness mm-hmm. test. No. Otherwise, he would have been included. Um, um, I, he, I, I heard he was fit, and he just never made the. It was Katic that got the. F- fair enough. I have no problems with Katic on the bench. I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't have had a problem with uh, any of the freedom. Um, to be, aye. I mean, my thoughts on Warrow are, aye. I don't particularly like the guys. Uh, his attitude that much as an individual. I think he's starting to come round. I think he got yeah. a lot of buzz with the, the, the that this particular game. Actually. Yes. Um. But I, I mean, I think that his performance against Hibs was good, mm-hmm. and it does seem as if he's that kind of big game player. Like he'll put, you know, he was, he was good in Villarreal apart for the first forty nine seconds or whatever, which happens. Um, yeah. Uh, he seems to have that ammo's about him where he doesn't show up away to Dundee because he thinks it's too easy. But when it, he knows he needs to show up, he tends to show up. Yeah. So. I would have felt fine with any of the four. Check this, he's a big man finding his feet now as well, in terms of playing for Rangers and knowing what it's all about. Um, I think it's just a case that he's just big time Charlie. Really thinks he's big time Charlie. Well, I, I don't. I think it, 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 he's got a lot of self confidence, which mm-hmm. isn't necessarily a bad thing. But when you use that, you think you're too good for the club and you're doing us a favour by being here on loan. I, I don't. I don't like that attitude. Yeah. Um, but I dare say we're running games. I'm sure he'd. I'm sure he'd prove himself good enough. Yeah. For to sign him permanently, for example, I'm sure he would prove himself good enough. But yeah. not that we're going to do that. Like no chance. Well, but we don't know how long he's going to be here for as well, because um, Forrest sacked. Uh, ah, that's right. I got today, so yep. we don't know if he'll get recalled if the new manager fancies him. But um, so so that was a that was a backline. So we're going to the midfield. The 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 free uh, the free centre mids, which was uh, McCrory, Jack, and Arfield. You happy with that? 
Aye, I think I was I was um, happy to see Arfield back because yep. obviously he missed the last couple of games. Um, so I was I was I was chuffed he made it. Wasn't sure what his fitness level would be like, mm-hmm. but I was glad to see he made it. And I would say that that before the any signings in January, the windows not closed yet, so we'll not comment. But I would have said that that's a strongest midfield yep, three definitely. for that at that particular point. Regardless of, I can't think of anybody that was injured and missing that would have made it better. No. That is our best midfield three. I, I 100% agree with you. I think when Ross McCrory's on the team, he was, before the Celtic game as well, he had a few good games. Aye. He was building up, he was getting himself in. And I think um, having him there just in front of the defence, you know, covering up anything, um, shadowing there, I think it's, I think, it, I think that's our strongest three. And Aye. I think that... Gerard's done well, Brian McCory, by taking him out the limelight for a wee while. Aye. I think obviously training him up and stuff like that with him and McAllister, you know, these guys are amazing midfielders. Aye, aye. And the boy's only going to learn off them. Aye. And it looks like he's came back and he's been he's been fantastic so nah, far. He's been he's been really good. And I think there was that bit early in the season where it was at home to St Mirren and he gets sent off mm-hmm. when we were tuning up and it kinda killed the game and I kinda felt like did Gerard lose a wee bit of confidence in him and maybe he's just taken him aside and had a chat and like, he didn't he didn't play much after that and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think when he play I think he's our best holding midfielder by yeah. by quite a bit. Um he's the best at like reading the game and flying into tackles and um, in the protection side, but he's also the best at he's you know, his first touch is always forward, he's always looking forward, he's not well I'll win it back and pass it three yards to the side to Tav to yeah. let him do something. He's like Right, head up and he's starting attacks so winning the ball back and then starting attacks doesn't he give the other team time to set and, and that kind of stuff so I think he's going to be the last set yeah, yeah and like, like you were saying about having our field back that was a massive boost because I think mm-hmm. we did miss him against Hibs um, yep. having him back was was excellent and Ryan Jack I think Ryan Jack's been one of our best performers this season he's been Aye, most consistent I, I was say. I was worried that for him at the start of the season I didn't think he was going to play much with the Aye. signings that we've had in, obviously we had Koulibaly come in, we had even a Jarrier coming in. Aye. You know, I think he, he let up our field, so that was I think that was three midfielders that he brought in. Aye. He was going to play, so I was sort of worried for Jack and you know McCrory, but they Aye. guys have just Aye. well, particularly Jack has just came on, took his took his place and no Aye. lost it. I must admit, I was kind of remember when we signed uh, Ryan Jack for Aberdeen, and I was kind of like, okay, this could be a good signing. And then I wasn't sure because he didn't perform that great. But then, do you remember we played Aberdeen and we beat them like twice in four days or something yes. like that? And it was the game at Ibrox. Was it 2-0 or 3-0? I was just watching Ryan Jack in that, that game and I was like, sold. See if we can get him to do that. I mean, if we played against Aberdeen every week, he'd be played of the year. <laughs> so you just need to try and trigger that mentality. And I know it's it, it, you always get that wee bit extra, but that to me, I think he'd done everything that night. And that's when people were saying this year, like, or well, he can't pass it forward. He's just that he's no like he can do everything. Yep. He can be box to box, definitely. We just need to get him a run of games and co- and like you said earlier, he's got Gerard and McAllister teaching him. He's only going to get better. He's yep. got two of the best midfielders of you know from Britain and that over two generations almost. Yeah. So, um, aye, like aye. as far as I'm concerned, he's he's got a he's got a future, and I think he could be a future Rangers captain potentially as well, mm-hmm. depending how it goes. Yeah, yeah. So we were. Obviously, we were speaking before the game as well. We were more than happy with that midfield three. Ah, hundred percent. So let's go into the, the the front three now, which was Ken, Candias, and Morelos. Um, Morelos was always a guaranteed starter. Aye, um, aye. With it, I think um, Candias has played well this season. I think he's played well under Gerard. He deserved his place at right mid. There's no one really else. Gresner, but Gresner's not came. I think Candias 
deserved his place in the team. Aye, I think um, that for this this type of game, it was always going to be Candice for his, his yeah. energy. He never stops. Big games, you'll see Candice in the Rangers team playing yeah. the right flank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think also they think about the the partnership that him and have to have uh, him and Tav have together. Sorry, aye, and how well it works. The surprise package between those was Kent. Playing obviously again late, been late out, fitness test. Been out for a, been out for a two months, so it was it was excellent to see him back in. My only concern before the game was how long is it going to last. Aye, same as Arfield. Um, you're thinking, oh. how's his fitness been? Um, how's it bringing him in for the, such a big game was a big risk. Aye, but it's, obviously it's we know we know it's worked out well. Paid but off, I was don't know if you were, but I was slightly apprehensive when I seen him in the team. I was happy he was in the team, but I was just wondering how long is it going to last and. Aye, I, I heard that, like they say, like, what state's the boy going to be in, how long's he going to last? I mean, hammies are dodgy as well, right? Yeah. So you, you could run five minutes and pop it. Yep. It's, it's it's really not the type of injury you want to take a chance on, to be honest. Yeah. And then he's out for another two months. Um, so it was a gamble. Um, but I must admit, on the day, I think that the the, the kind of bounce for seeing him in the team outweighed yeah. that for me. I was yeah. just really happy. And same as what I said about the midfield three, I think... Again, forgetting any new signings or potential signings at that point, that was probably our strongest front yeah, three. Yeah. So I was I was proper buzzing. I was I was happy that he made it and just hoped, like you said, that the boy didn't get hurt. I thought I thought that if if um you know sort of try to read into Gerard's mindset and stuff like that, I thought he might have put Kent on the bench and brung and played big laugh out in the left, just to sort of do something. I don't think Middleton. I don't think Middleton was ready for to play nah. starting in that game. So, but I thought he might have. I thought that was the only other thing he might have done, but obviously we're delighted that, that he'd done that. What I, what I like about it is that, like you say, he's got Laugh and Middleton on the bench, so if, if Kent gets tired, depending on how late it is, you can either put Laugh on if it's early, if he gets injured or hurt, or if it's if it's late, you put Middleton on, he just smash the ball past and run past yep. tired people. That's when Middleton, you, you'd be like, oh, no, this wee guy, you know, that's when he can be more effective in these type of games, I think. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like the mentality of, of playing Kent because I think we all got a boost from it. So whether the other players did or they didn't, some of them might have, but when they get in the stadium and the stadium's got a boost for it, they'll feel that and it all just feeds into the positive energy and the atmosphere, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think playing Kent, Aye. was uh, even, if he's only gonna, even if he's only got 60 minutes in him, just play him for 60 Aye. minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that <clears throat> in the other dugout, I think they had the, the opportunity to do that with a couple of players and Brenda bottled it. Yep. And I think that, that was one of the factors that helped us. Yeah. Uh, go the, the game go the way it did yeah yeah so let's say now we've had a chat about the Rangers team we were happy with it we'll have a quick no long because I don't like talking about them we'll have a quick look at their team and seeing how they lined up and if there's anything that you thought was was different first of all two mass for me it was two massive shocks was Callum McGregor playing left back and the young boy Johnston playing up front aye I must admit when I seen the team I assumed they'd went 3-5-2 yes um, and they were playing with the, the wing backs and it was the three centre halves rather than I couldn't see a left back in the team basically no. so so that was good considering our right side's a strong side why would you compromise your left side by going with a midfielder who's one of your best attacking threats who's never played there before so that seems and stupid to me Cos does quite a bit of bother as well oh, I, even in the, he was our best player on the day yeah um, you know he when he put got the ball up for deep and charged at us that was the only time where I thought oh they could do something here was when yeah. the boy was running at us um, and then just the flip side to the Kent thing um, apparently Brenda said well they're, they're a big centre forward boy he only had 60 minutes in him so he started the young kid Aye. and young kid you basically you just no point in being there it was a waste, no. of, waste of space you might as well just get the boy sent off and let him sit in the shower yep yep so the only 
the only other thing that I was sort of thinking about was, I mean, even their even their bench didn't they strike us because they always used to have guys on the bench that would cause us bother. Like they had the big Eduardo who came on in the three two game and caused us bother and obviously Aye. scored the goals and stuff like that against us. But other than that, when I looked at the team. And I said, we, we were discussing about it, like, they're playing McGregor left-back, like, this is a fucking great opportunity for us to go out and do something with it. Um, Aye, I mean, like you say, look at our attacking options on the bench, apart from the boy you mentioned who wasn't fit, and Nui, I think, probably is less of a threat to us because your big centre-halves are much better. You put in a big guy that's going to hold the butt. For Goldson and Worrell, that's, Aye. that's lovely, right? That's what they want. They want you to try and go long into somebody because yep. they'll just win headers all day, especially Worrell. His heat's massive. Aye. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He looks like he's for Easter Island or something. So, <laughs> and another, the other guys who got in the bench, Lewis Morgan and Johnny Hayes. The only thing Johnny Hayes is good at is being the ugliest guy I've ever seen in my Aye. life. Aye. So other than that, the, the team didn't strike, didn't, they didn't really strike fear in me. Nah. Um, when I seen it, obviously they're, they're, free, they're free sort of attacking midfielders in Sinclair, Christie and Forrest. Sinclair's obviously hurt us a few times. Christie's, Went away and done well for his selling for us to be Nene X we Nene, you know, he runs Aye. and stuff like that. So that was only that was the only real thing um that I was sort of worried about so but let's see, I was more when I seen the team line up and stuff like that, I was more I was I was but my confidence was building up and we were you know, we were ready to go. So when we left, we went into the game, we'll talk now about about, about the game itself. The atmosphere was electric. Right, it was, was it was it was amazing. Aye. Um and it just said a real feel good factor during during the game. So so now what we'll do is we'll have a wee have a wee chat about the game and have a chat about the the stats and stuff like that. Um, obviously we um, we were dominant. What else can I say? We were absolutely dominant. Um, very very happily surprised about how good our performance was. Yep. Um, on the day, you know, it just sort of seemed to all click together. Um, everything I mean you know the the defence was solid Andy Halliday had a fantastic game yep. at left back as soon as the first fight that tackle he hit on Luznich and then he was up like shouting in his face you know he was aye. he was more than game for, up it. for it aye. I noticed him before the game because I sat in the Copeland um, Copeland front he always comes over and claps to Copeland aye. but this time he sort of clapped and he was like, aye, like come on, aye, come get, on let's, like, get, like, like, let's, let's get into him let's get into him so aye so that was he was he was more than fired up for it. Um, again, I don't think the only bit. Of, um, the whole first half was just totally Rangers. I, I think I, they had they, they obviously they came into it a wee bit, but I I think they had the first kind of like two minutes where they had a shot or a, in a corner maybe, and you think, right, let's see how this goes. But in three minutes in, it was it was us, and aye. by the time half time comes, like you say maybe the last five minutes of the half they. They settled in a wee bit because we've scored and, and that kind of stuff. But for that period, that thirty seven minutes or whatever in between, um, we've pretty much got them pinned in their own third, if not at least their own half. Yeah. And it, it should be three 0 at half time or something yeah, like that. Do you know what definitely. I mean? There's no doubts, like you say, it was it was dominant. And the stats kind of back that up. It maybe not over the half, but over the game, um, if you look at the stats, it's crazy. You know, we just the bossed it. The only thing that I was worried about was as our. Are we going to be able to keep this up for ninety minutes? Aye, because we were we were pressing them, and I think that that's kind of why I think they they, they got the last five minutes and a half a wee bit because know that we tired because you seen what it was like in the second half, but I think like you see it's tough to keep it up at that intensity for the full 
19 non-stop yeah. there's bound to be wee lulls and there was probably a couple of wee lulls in the second half as well and yeah. I think that was just when the lull was at the, the first half was just right at the end and that's why they come in I mean, say they come into a wee bit I mean they probably had three touches in their half do you know what I mean by coming in they didn't come into it and put us under any pressure whatsoever me or you could have been in goals that day pretty much do you know what I mean did McGregor yeah. have any save to make that McGregor didn't really have anything an amateur goal that he saved aye like, whereas, whereas when you look at the other side of things Gordon had a few <clears throat> Cracking saves. Aye. He did, on, which was... Especially um, in the first half. Yeah, in the first half particularly. He had a lot of good a lot of good saves. Um, so we'll have a wee, a wee chat about the goal. Right. It happened on half hour mark. Um, Ryan Jack with a goal. It was a lot... We see when, obviously, you've seen... I was a bit worse for wear and I sent some of the boys a, a video of me doing <laughs> the commentary on it. But when you, when, when you watch that, um, it's a good rounded bit of good bit of football oh, aye, you know we aye. came across from the right hand side yep. to McCrory McCrory passed it to Halliday Halliday to Kent Kent done his wee run absolutely pumped losing it and then squared it over for Jack um, who slotted it in between Lego Muncher's legs and nice back, back in the net so aye. it was a good it was good bit of football but I think that was sort of just said how dominant we were that the fact that McCrory was sitting above our above, you know, the half, well above the halfway line and well above into their box, eh, sorry, eh, their centre circle, you know, the, aye, aye. the, the, um, the kick-off bit and, you know, we were, we were so dominant and it was just the lovely bit of skill by um, Kent who caused losing his all sorts of bother. That he, aye, he bottled to, it and didn't he, come in the Yeah, he, he had to bottle it and then end up getting taken off. I've not wrong with the big man, he, he wasn't injured, he's, no. he'd enough a Kent at half time, he's like, he, he must have been like the gaffer. I'm not going back out there, man. That, that boy's absolutely humping me. I can't put up with this. And it's so good to see that the fact that, like, idiots like him and Scott Brown, who think they're the fucking world beaters... They've had it too easy, aye. They've had it far too easy off us and by Scottish football for, for years. And this game showed them up for what they earned. That's... Bottle merchants. Aye. aye. No, but the goal... Aye, it was good. And what I liked about the goal was that a lot of the time when we play against teams that sit back and are hard to break down, and I'm not saying that's what Celtic were doing, that was just that we had them pinned in. But oftentimes what teams will do, uh, what we'll do is we'll just, you know, slowly pass it about from side to side and get nowhere. But the, the day, because of, in, other, on that day rather, because of intensity was a bit better, it was all fast. And see, when you do it fast, that's when you catch teams out. Yeah. Like you said, the ball goes into McCrory, it's right at a um, Halliday, he's playing it down. And rather than, if you play that slower, then you'll get somebody like Brown or in Cham or somebody else and it's a, it'll not be a one-on-one but Ken's got him one-on-one mm-hmm. nobody wants that in their team right that's exactly what we're looking for we're trying to move the ball fast to isolate him yeah. one-on-one with Kent because nine times out of ten you're going to put your money on Kent doing something and sure enough he just gives him a wee shimmy and says sit down mate and he duly obliges cuts it back to Ryan Jack who nice and calmly just strikes one on target it's not the best strike you'll ever see in your no. life but for Ryan Jack if he tries to put the laces through it it's probably clearing the, the Brimland, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. one of the ones. So he's just, I'm going to get this on target and anything can happen. And sure enough, yeah, Scott d- Brown flicks it past. Lovely. Which was brilliant. He tried to score an OG earlier in the game. He you did. Know, he's, he's flick off the post. Aye, hitting the bar. Um, <laughs> but obviously it wasn't an OG. I had none taken anyway for Ryan Jack. But, no. Um, you know. Ah, it's Jack's it's goal. Just, oh, 100%. It was brilliant and his celebration was good as well for a lot. Yeah. So happy to see it. Yeah. Um, looking at everything, when you look at the... Like we were saying, I think that's that, that was a fantastic performance by everybody in the team. Obviously, Halliday had a great game. Ross McCrory had a 100% success record for every challenge that he made. Aye, aye. aye. Won day, every tackle. Yeah, he won every tackle, which was brilliant. It's usually 
you know, Brown coming out thinking he's hard man, but him, Arfield and um, Jack had their midfield in, in their back pocket the whole game. Aye. A special, I want to give a special mention to Arfield for the people who watched it on the telly. So I've watched the game back. You don't, you don't appreciate Arfield's performance. Yeah. Arfield was just bullying Brown start to finish. Then the stupid stuff Brown does. So when the ball's like a pass and you're trying to run over to press the ball, Brown will do that kind of American football thing where he just gets his body in the way. Tries to block sticks the his arse out, mm-hmm. And he's kind of like, oh, sorry, mate. He puts his hands up as if like, I'm not doing anything. But really, he's just getting in your road. Arfield was doing that to him. When Brown was trying to date Arfield, Arfield was two hands in his back, pushing him out of the road. He just bullied him. And it was the wee things again that you missed, whereas there was a bit right in front of me where Celtic could have thrown in the second half. And Arfield's like the guy, game it. Brown's like, wanting like that. Brown wants it, he shows for it. Arfield's right beside him. So then Brown backs away as if, right, I've got a man on me, I can't take it. Arfield's like the guy, game it, game it, game it. I want him to have the ball because I'm going to do him. And Brown's like, I don't know what to do here. But genuinely, he was saying, give him the ball because I'm going to take it off him and I'm going to put him up there when I do it. Just that kind of, he was so fired up. He was like, come ahead then. And yes. Brown was just... Nowhere and all day he bullied him. Brown couldn't take it, and then he done the Bruni, and then he tried to kick him in half when the ref done the bounce up. See, he put the shots up. Uh, he's bouncing on his toes. I was like, man, the, um, the you know the the fifty fifty, but they do the bounce up. That was just amazing. Aye, that I've was done, so good. I've done that shot pull at Muay Thai, where you 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 know you're going to do a few kicks and you pull your shots up because you don't want them to get tight. It restricts your movement. Yeah, and you're doing the full body kicks where you're trying to kick somebody in half. That's the technique you're learning. So when Arfield pulled the shots up, I was like, oh, I've done that move before on the toes, bouncing, ready to just. Oh, yeah, it was just it was amazing, man. It was so good. Um, it was it was brilliant. I think our midfield, you know, they deserve a special mention. Aye. for everything that they've done. Um, Morelos as well. His hold up play, I think was. Was, was good he played I think he had a good game obviously he's had a bit of controversy with kicking Brown in the fanny and stuff like that but I'll come on to that later um, that's obviously sort of the bit of the aftermath but I thought Morelos done done very well he had a tireless shift obviously he didn't, didn't get a goal or anything from that but I think he put in a good performance Aye, I think that, that that's exactly it he had a, he had a great performance he, he had one of those days that you think oh, I only want to play against Morelos and all he did, the only thing he did he do was score yeah um, to be fair to him, I don't know that he had a ton of chances. I mean, I know we created quite a few, but it wasn't like he missed a sitter or anything like yeah. that. He had a couple of... The first one across the goal, with a deflection. And the one right at the start of the second half where Kent steals the ball off uh, one of their diddies at the back and he's throwing goal and should score and then he doesn't. And then he cuts it back to Morelos and Morelos tries to take a touch and flicks it to Arfield and then, you know, uh, Boyata clears it off the line. If, if maybe when he's coming on to that just run poking it run tight to take a touch just TB it just get in on it because there's disarray and he might have got a goal but I, I, maybe I'm, I'm being overly critical I think he had a really good game yeah but then again go through 1-11 and who'd, who'd done have a good game aye, aye. the only one that didn't was that lazy McGregor bastard at the aye, back he'd done nothing he was doing nothing he, mm-hmm. nay assists nay corners nay passes nay, nay goals nay nothing I don't yep. even know why we play him to be honest <laughs> I think um, just just before we sort of go into another bit, special special mention has to go to the back two. I think, um, Big Golson was sort of struggling, Aye. to taken off against Hibs, a few days before he ended up taking painkiller injections to play, which is which is amazing. Aye. You know, well, it's obviously good for us that he managed to play because he's our best centre half. Definitely. Big Warrell, when I seen him, one and one with Forest. I made a couple of really good challenges. I was really like worried when I seen that. And then he just puts in this unbelievable challenge. Aye. And it wasn't like it was just a good challenge. It was the ball 
the ball went out the park. Like he took the he took the ball, he took the man, and the ball went out the park for a throw. And it was just, Aye. you know, he held up the play. He wasn't going to jump in. As soon as he made, as soon as Forrest made the move, the big man was. It's 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 good modern defending. Yeah. Like old, old school defending was hit him as early as you can and just kill the move. Yeah. Whereas good modern defending is all about bide your time, bide your times. His enemy, not yours. He wants to get past you fast as an attacker. Yeah. Time as a defender is a good thing. The other thing he does is he kind of he tries to show him down the line. So if the ball goes out, it's a ball. So the line's another defender. So he's doing all these kind of like these wee things that are modern defending. Wait, 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 and when you see the opportunity, then you pounce. Yeah. So like you said, he waits and then he sees the opportunity and he just goes full blooded. He just goes right in for it. But he knows because he's timed it right. He knows he's winning the ball, so that means he can go in as hard as he wants because he knows I'm going to clear this ball out. And like you said, he wellies it into the crowd. Um, and if the boy gets, you know, get, gets tripped up in the in the tackle, well, tough. Aye, so be it. Aye. Uh, so it was that kind of good modern defending and then throws in an old school challenge kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at the, when you look at the stats, um, fr- from the game, we just sort of go on some of the ones. Shots between the two, the Rangers had fourteen. Celtic had seven and with shots in target. Rangers had seven shots in target of fourteen and Celtic only had one. That tells you. I one shot in target. The game. Yeah. And that was wasn't I mean McGregor made a half decent save, but like I yeah. said, you'd make you'd expect any amateur goalkeeper to save it. You yeah. know, it's no it's no spectacular. Obviously they did get the goal which was chopped off rightly for offside. <clears throat> Aye. That was a bit of a worrying point because they were sort of coming into the game, but I think the goal sort of the offside flag sort of put the, the wind out their tails at that time as well, which was aye, which I, was good timing. I, I think that there was a there was a spell we spoke about it in the first half where we looked a bit we started to look a bit tired and you'd guys like Kent and Arfield who, you know, we'd said they just came back and, and it looked like we needed a substitution. Um the other thing that, that Celtic did was they, they changed it up and they went to a four four two with a diamond in the middle. I don't know if you noticed that, but they they went with that and they, they so they kind of had to I think it was Brown sitting behind and Cham and Christie and then Forrest was in behind Sinclair and Edward up front so mm-hmm. when they brought on Edward they pushed Sinclair up yeah. and they, they went a diamond and I think that kind of you know that that helped them as we were getting tired and they've changed it it took us a wee five minutes ten minutes to adapt Gerard yeah. spots it he takes off Candace and puts on um, what do you call him Colour Bally and he pretty much I mean it's quite funny to watch actually but he pretty much goes like for like. Yeah. He, goes, he, he just goes like that. But, and it's it's kind of um, where he says, right, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of drop Kent in. But no, really. So it's all, it's not quite a 4-4-2 diamond, but it is that kind of thing where we said, Arfield, right, you're on Brown. So he pushed up. Koulibaly cu- comes in. And then Koulibaly didn't get it. He no. was still doing the candy So you've seen there was a point where Arfield says to him, right, you switch and you go there because you're not, you're, you're not getting what you're meant to be doing out there. So Koulibaly then come into the kind of sit on Brown number 10 type position. And Arfield just sits off to the right a wee bit of the diamond in the, in the middle. Yeah. Um, but aye, so I thought it was good that it, you know Brenda, Brenda's tried something and he's changed the tactics because he knows they're nowhere near it it happens we take a wee five ten minutes off they scored and that maybe woke us up a wee bit to say oh done here it's still only 1-0 yeah. one nil's dangerous at the best of times it, you know it takes is somebody to slip or anything and uh, aye, 1-0 aye. can become one each and yep. a great performance can be a totally different reflection on the game and then we're saying see they are champions because they just sneaked it out when they were atrocious whereas now they were completely dominated and they got beat and yeah. deservedly beat. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a massive difference. That was uh, one of the things I was what he talked about was the substitution. Um, when he brought on Kula Bali, I was just 
for five minutes, I was like, where the hell is Koulibaly playing? He, 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 he didn't have a didn't clue. get the instructions. No. I think they said to him, look, this is what we want to do and we want to change it up because they've changed it up. And I think Koulibaly being young and uh, English being a second language and just get lost in potentially trust. could be that kind of a lot of footballers are thick as shit and all right he'd, he'd, <laughs> he'd, I mean he, I'm not saying he's Josh Windass or anything like that but you don't know how intelligent the kid is <laughs> so either way um, he didn't quite get the instructions and then like I said they obviously says I think there was one point where Gerard pulls over our field and says look mate we want to do this and he's like right listen I'll, let's switch. I'll switch with you because I know what's meant to be happening earlier yeah um, and it worked and yeah it, was yeah, it did and then the other one the last substitution was obviously bring on Arfield and put bring on Flanagan that was just to short up Arfield was spent Arfield was done aye. and he just bring on Flanagan to have somebody another defensive sort of minded aye. but interestingly he just kind of it was a straight swap and he just kind of left he came in the midfield aye, he kind of went into like the right centre mid position mm-hmm. which I thought was a bit kind of bizarre yeah um, but anyway aye, oh and um, the other thing I liked sorry just going back to when you mentioned Arfield it reminded me of the time when uh, it he thought it was a 50-50 with Brown, but there wasn't really because Brown bottled it and Arfield tried to smash the ball off him. Did you, Aye, did you see yes. that? Like, it came into right kind of where I sit. Yeah. Like a bullet man, he just tried to take Brown's head off with it. And to be fair to Brown, he kind of, like, as if gave a wee chuckle like you missed. Aye. But, aye, it was... Uh, that was that, good. That was quite interesting when he just, I'm going to kill you with this. You've bottled it, so I'm yeah. going to smash you in the yeah. with it. I think for, for Rangers fans as well, this has been a long time coming. Aye. For us, we have been through a lot of shite games, a lot of shite results. Aye. Seeing them getting beat, though just by one goal, by number of goals, for four and five. Aye. So this was so refreshing to see for us. Um, not going to, after the, when it got to full-time whistle, I was, I was greeting. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I get I a wee bit emotional, to be I fair. Was, like, um, I'm not going to lie. I would, I would, I, greeting's a bit dramatic. But, um, I, was, I, was, I was very emotional at full-time because aye. it was just... You know, it's been a long time coming, desperate for it to happen. Aye. And I just get a wee bit of emotion, I weld up a wee bit. Aye, aye, no, no, there was people beside me were greeting and I did, like, I, I did get a wee bit, like, you could definitely feel it. I, I don't think there's anybody in the stadium, apart from, obviously, all the disappearing terms, that aye. everybody else felt it, right? Everybody was at least a wee bit emotional. Some people were full and balling. Like, I, I, that wasn't me. I I was just, aye, aye. But I, I, I definitely was like... Yes, you know, like I, I was definitely feeling a bit emotional. One or two tears did trickle down my face. Aye, I wouldn't say I was proper greeting, aye, like, but aye. one or two. I wasn't quite that far either, but yeah. I wasn't far behind you. Like I, I, I felt it, and had to get a wee sniff. Yeah. Wee, it was a draft in the eye. You know, one of the ones. See, just actually, you mentioning that the the disappearing the disappearing Tims. Do you think having ninety five percent of the stadium Rangers helped them? Rather having that big when you when you come out. You look over to the Bromley stand and it's all full of them. Aye, I, Whereas they had that wee tiny corner and they were fairly quiet. Fairly quiet? They were very the quiet. The only time I heard them was during the minute silence. Aye, aye, they'd be true, to be fair. The coffin during the minute silence was the loudest I heard them. Yeah. There was a spell at half time when somebody says to me, like, what are they singing? And I was like, I forgot they were there. Could, <laughs> still can you hear them? I could tell it was wee Nacho and Ovo. Aye. Um, um, but, no, I think uh, I, I, it definitely didn't help them. I, I think it's a... I think it's a bit of a nonsense argument if if they're going to hit out with that because you know we had less less tickets in a bigger stadium and you know yeah. we dealt with it. arguably you know we were poor that day right so mm-hmm. maybe that did have a factor as well in both games but either way it's six and three twos it's the both it's the same for everybody yeah so I, I'm I'm not much bothered I, I've been I, you know people that 
like to go to the away games were a bit annoyed uh, this this for me was I celebrated this like yeah. we'd won a trophy when we were like we're cutting the allocation I think Aye. it's an amazing thing the fact you look around and there's a full standard aim yep. at Ibrox that's just that's not on it doesn't sit well with me nah, when I see it as well I've never liked it and when you've got when you've got like, how much does that hold 7,000 when you've got 7,000 in a whole stand they do make a bit of noise. Plus, they, they, they would sometimes get a wee bit around the corner and all that, aye. you know, like, aye, you've got... So they may, no. aye, but when, in the game, eh, a few weeks ago, they were just totally silent. Never heard them. Didn't even know they were there. Um, and I like it that way. Aye. I think that, 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 for me, you talked about the atmosphere at the start. You're not going to tell me that didn't help, you know, like, 7,000 extra yards and 7,000 less of them. Yeah. Pretty much, by and large. I think that's an amazing thing, and that, that definitely was... It helped us. It couldn't. It couldn't yeah. do it. But the other things I loved about the the day as well was we stood up for ninety minutes. Aye. I think that that makes the atmosphere so much better when you're standing up. You're, aye. It's you're always standing. like that old fun games. Right that's one of the things aye. I love about it. Aye. Sitting in at half time for a break. There was hey, a boy sitting next to me who doesn't usually sit there. The usual guy who sits next to me was near there, and there was this young there was this young guy who had a big Jake or obviously it's just after Christmas, so it's freezing. Aye. Aye. And the boy was just whipping out tin after tin after tin a bevy. <laughs> During the game, he must have had about six tins during the game. Just he was just like, just standing there, just drinking. And, and, and I said about six or, well, aye, maybe eight, eight or nine rows for the front. Aye, aye. And this boy's just. And you're like two or three in for the stairs. Yeah, the, the, the stewards go. We're literally, Gary's number one and I'm number two. Oh, and for this, for the end, that boy was number, and he was sitting there with the tins, <laughs> just standing up, drinking away. Probably caught on camera, aye. sitting with the tinnies. Just oh, absolutely, brilliant. you know, and that way it was after half time. I realised he was on like his fourth, and I was like, many of you go in there? And then he was like, oh, I've got a few left. Mm-hmm. Got Any chance you can give one? He was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so that was just a, that was just a little bit. What a, what, what a game, what an experience, what a, you know, absolutely dominant performance, and it was just an absolute pleasure to be there and watch Rangers do that, which is something that we've missed <clears throat> for a while. Aye, and I think that if we had, if it had been the... The performance we kind of both said we were expecting before, where Celtic were as poor as they were on the day, and we were as poor as we were against Tibbs, and we'd sneaked at 1 0. You still have celebrated, but it wouldn't have been the same. You know, the, the performance was, I'd said to you before, that that's as, mu- that's as important for me as the win, yeah. as the performance, and to get both, I thought was spectacular. If we had, I kind of felt like when we played them in the, the Cup semi and beat them on penalties, I kind of felt like, by and large, over the 120 minutes, we kind of performed like like that, you know. We were we were yeah. dominant. We we were by far the better football side, but they were they just had the right mentality and managed to you know sneak the the draw over the the piece. I thought that was unfair, but I still felt good about it. Yeah. So if it had been a one each and we performed like we did, and they'd scored a last minute goal or or a first minute goal and we performed like we did, would have been better. Um, I was still being excited, you know what I mean. So yeah. Getting both the performance and the win. Made it, I, I made it spectacular for me. Um, just before we go into the sort of aftermath of the game, Aye. who would have been? Just want to get both we'll, we'll sort of the two of us. Do it, who would have been your man of the match for the day? I don't know, man. I, I genuinely feel like it was ten of them. Sorry, McGregor, but he's just in the dating, so it's hard to say. Um, Pick one. My arse is going to get splinters here. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I would have to say. Considering everything that he'd been through, probably Halliday. Yeah. But, I mean, as a performance, I would have really... I mean, somebody... No getting to McCrory, no getting to Arfield, no getting to Jack, no getting to Kent, no getting to Alfredo, like, no getting to Tav. It all feels offensive, right? Yeah. They all, they all deserve it. But I probably Halliday just because he had... Not that long ago, he had Dame singing his name. Yep. And 
to still be here in itself is pretty good. Yes. To be on the park is really, really good. And to be on the park against them is amazing. And then to perform like that and just bully them and I and be a, 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 on the park. Let's be honest, he's a leader on there as well, you know, yeah. whether you think he's good enough or, he's, or you don't. Aye. Aye. A lot of time for a boy. Strong mentally um, to be there. So, yeah. Halliday, what about yeah. you? Um, I would have said either... Um, Halliday, McCrory on our field, obviously Jackie Field, but I would, if I had to pick one of them, aye. Um, I think it would have been our field because I'm picking him because you picked Halliday. Aye, aye. Um, if you'd picked Halliday, I would have picked our field. I yeah. just loved watching him. Like I say, I got so much joy out of watching him just bully Scott Brown yep. all day like that. And in the stadium, it was just magnificent to watch. I yep. came out proper buzzing. Even just some of the wee things like, like you mentioned, <coughs> points when he was running by him after, after he hit and he gave him this nudge just and he, he fell... Uh, uh, Morelos done it a few times as well when he went by and he gave him a nudge and he was on his arse because then like a sack of sponge uh, so that was so I would have said I would have said after, but like, like you said to be true there, there was 10 of them on there who put in aye. an unbelievable performance aye I like that Arfield just looked him right in the eye and said you've had free reign about here well I'm going to go to war with you today and you know if you beat me then you'll beat me fair enough and aye. if you do then you deserve it but you know, it's that kind of Will Smith mentality. When we go on the treadmill, two things are going to happen. I'm going to beat you and I'm going to die on the treadmill. It was that kind of mentality yep. where he was like, either I'm going to beat you today or you're going to kill me trying. You yep. know what I mean? And Scott Brown was nowhere near it. He no. couldn't handle it. And I think it's since, not since Kevin Thompson have had something to do that, Scott Brown. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so now what we're going to is um, the aftermath <laughs> of everything that happened. Um, we'll talk about the the ref stuff and everything that's happened with that and then just some of the media comments and Aye. you know everything like that so we'll, we'll talk about the ref first get that out of the way right and then we'll go for there um, yep. John Beatons came in with a bit of a lot of criticism from yep. a lot of different media outlets regarding his performance yep. um, however if you noticed on the Sunday the 30th when they'd done the newspapers out Beaton was getting sevens and eights in the papers, saying he had a good game. Yeah. Some of the some of the press think he did. I thought he had a good game. I think he'd done everything. I thought he'd done. You know, maybe you know we're maybe talking about the Morelos incident where Morelos stupidly kicked Brown in the fanny. Maybe he should have. You know, but he gave a free kick for that, which means that Aye. anything that they're trying to do for Morelos is so let's, consequential. So let's just be clear. First of all, referees in Scotland and are not at the highest quality yes. they've ever been. And that's been evident for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about stats, Celtic have had 14 yellow cards and one red. Rangers have had like 35 yellows and seven reds or eight reds or something so far this season. Yeah. So if you want to say who the referees are being harsher on over the piece, shut up and get back in your box, yeah. right? So there's there's absolutely no conspiracy garbage. That's just all nonsense. Um, if we take the Morelos incidents... Um, kicking Scott Brown in the fanny at worst is a yellow it's like the second minute in Scottish football for years the referee probably should just had a word to him and went like watch it with the stupid stuff aye I mean really really extreme case it's a yellow that's it for me yeah um, <clears throat> the stamp on the kids back is probably the worst offence for me out of the freedom but I think I don't, I don't want to say it was Scott Brown but I think one of the Celtic players did that in the first half and the ref let it go yeah. and over the day I thought he had a good game because he kind of let a lot go for both sides. Like He, he just kind of said, I'm not going to be card happy here. It's going to be a physical war. Yeah. I'm going to kind of let it go. And if there's anything really bad, he would have punished yeah. it. But there was nothing really bad. There wasn't there was anything. nothing really bad at all. Um, so, aye. aye. I think the, the criticism forum's been unfair. 
I don't know if I'm looking at that through my blue colour effect, but I think it's been some of it, some of it's unfair, like the boys getting what they death threats. Well, that, and stuff there's no, like that. I, no matter who you're, that's 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 above and beyond, right? Yeah. That, that's got to be unfair. I think that, like you said, the, the reaction came from um, XLT plus. X, X players and <laughs> who are the, in the media, and those in, in the media that maybe aren't X players but that are sympathetic to the cause, and it's just um, people who are used to bullying and getting away with it getting bullied and can't take it it's as simple as that where were these people when Scott Brown elbowed Jason Holt squaring the puss clear as day nobody was like oh my god Scotland's a joke yeah. nobody where was Chris Sutton then saying can't believe the referee's not done it about that yeah. he should be sacked and they should change the rules like come on now it's not the way it goes yeah. in world football if a referee sees it and does something about it you pretty much can't get an appeal it's kind of a standard rule yeah. but in this case, they're not happy about it. They want to aye. change it. But, aye. You know so what much I mean? so that Lobwell's demanding meetings with the SFA and the referee committee and stuff like that. <clears throat> Where was, where's their fine? We got fined when we, we called it uh, Colum. Uh, was it Colum? Or aye. Um, it's in Mirren or whatever it was for the Candace thing. The Candace, yeah. Yeah, we, we, did. We, got, we paid six grand and we lost a player. Yep. You know, we, when we suggested a, a sensible rule change rather than you know, that's the accepted rule of football, that yes. if he sees it, then he saw it, and it's fine. Um, there's no retroactive stuff. No. Um, so I, I I just feel that uh, it was harsh on the ref. I think that, if put it way, see if it'd be another way about, and Brown kicks Morelos, um, and Brown stamps on somebody, and Brown does something, and Celtic 1-1-0, do you think you're going to hear about it? No. Nobody cares. No. Right? So... Um, aye, it's hypocrisy because of the t-shirt the guy's yep. wearing. Um, it's as simple as that. If he's wearing different clothes, Nobody cares. Yeah. If he's playing for Celtic, nobody cares. I think it shows you as well <coughs> just how bitter they are that Rangers won is the fact that aye. Chris Sutton is still talking about it. Aye, and aye. it's two weeks the more since we played them. Aye, aye. Two weeks has gone to, and they're still... Aye, I must admit, it's that to me it's kind of like when you get you know the hundreds and thousands of sprinkles on ice cream, it makes a good thing a wee bit better. This is what's happened. Like the, the total implosion and meltdown has just... Oh, it's made it so much better. Some of the tweets and that Kerry Fuel stuff and, oh. and, and the fact that they're still talking about it, it just, like I say, it just makes me laugh. Every day you see something new and yep. you're like, that's amazing. And every day it's out doing the last one. You know, Aye. it's like, it's, it's more and more crazy delusions, um, excuses and, you know, you know, always cheated, never defeated. That yep. should literally be the club model. That's, I don't that's, know why I, it's not. That's it. That, that, that's a mantra, isn't it? That's a, that's a mentality summed up in, I... Don't get me wrong, I think it's I think it's brilliant. Right. Let's say they're the gift that keeps on giving, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. They are. They are. So, you know, looking at looking at it, I mean it was just a total complete performance by Rangers. Obviously, some of the things that are getting brought up now brings in and it doesn't even doesn't even dampen no, it definitely doesn't dampen the performance or anything that's happened. It just sort of shows you just how bitter and twisted I think they are. I what sums it up the best for me at everything is the John Hartson's and Chris Sutton's when we're talking about the aftermath saying oh look how Rangers over celebrated yes it's like mate they did a lap of honour when they beat us in September mm-hmm. lap of honour when it was early in the season they'd beat us the last what is it you know they, they keep saying oh it's unlucky 13 so 12 games against us undefeated and they're doing a lap of honour yeah we won once an important game when everybody's tired and stuff right before the international break uh, not the international break sorry the Christmas break when it's already going to be an emotional time it's that wee half season break yeah. kind of thing I know it's not it's, it's a wee bit more than halfway through but you know what I mean um, <clears throat> and all we did was celebrate like a, a normal 
you know, we've had a good six months together, boys. Let's have a wee, say a wee Merry Christmas to the fans. And I think, uh, you know, like I, I thought it was a mental claim. I didn't think claim. it was. I didn't think it was anything over the top. Where the way no. that they, the way that they done the lap honour against us at Parkhead, and the way that Luznik stood in front of the Rangers fans and Nelson in front of the Rangers fans and gloated aye, aye, as aye. after beating us after five games four or five games of the season gone aye. Um, whereas with this game obviously if Celtic won it they were in a brilliant position to end up going on and probably winning the league aye. whereas now you know we're, we're equal game points on. Aye, aye. They, they've got a game in hand fair enough but we're equal oh, points it's, it's game on. Aye, whereas aye. before they would have been three headers plus a game in, plus a game in hand which is massive it's, it's a true six pointer yes because um, I you know they they would have they were already free ahead of us if they won that that six game in hand is nine potentially is what it would have been so it was a massive sway yeah and I, you've got to think of guys like guys who have been there like Tav aye Halliday um Candias Morelos aye they've all I've had, never seen us beat them no as oh, well well Halliday and Tav played like, yeah, but I've never but they've 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 been through some scalpings of them last season there was the the four and the five and yeah. all that within a couple of weeks or yeah. whatever it was you know in the cup and then in the league it, uh, so you're right so all I, them played in those games those I, guys that I just mentioned there and you know they have every every right when you beat your rivals in a game like that where you were so dominant they have every right to celebrate aye so <clears throat> to Two points quickly on the celebrating thing. Then I'm I'm with you. Watch Klopp when Liverpool score a ninety six minute winner against Everton. Yep, he'll be the first to admit like I shouldn't have done that, but emotion takes over, and he's got every right to be emotional. Yeah, and that was again the last minute winner always was good, and you know like so again it's a highly emotive thing, um and look how he reacted. We're talking about one of the best classiest managers in world football pretty much yep. right and that's how he reacted and we didn't even we didn't even react in any way shape or form that you would be embarrassed about no I, I like to think that Rangers as a club and don't get me wrong there's some sections of the fans right that every club's got or every big club's got that will give you a bit of a day sometimes but yep. as a club I think Rangers are we carry ourselves with dignity and class and I think we did that I yep. don't think there was anything that you would think oh that was a bit embarrassing everything was dignified classy and yep. in, in, in victory there was nothing where we rubbed anybody's noses in it no you can't say the same about the other side of the city they're not dignified they're not classy and like you said the lap of honour and standing in front of your fans with a bit of a get up you that, that shows that they're not classy yep. um, and all the aftermath is just it's just so great you just kind of take it that we're well and truly beaten well and truly beaten. Yeah. Um, and I okay, you can say what you want, but the best team dominated and should have won by more yes. on the day. Simple as that. And they can't take it and they've yeah. got to find some way to say they were cheated and undefeated, as we said. Exactly. And I think that's a I think that's a brilliant place to sort of stop <laughs> and basically okay. say everything that we've needed to say on the matter. You know, absolutely dominating performance, brilliant to see Rangers being back where we truly deserve, which is beating that that lot. And oh, beating them comfortably, yes, um, as well, which is which is good to see. Um, so just to sort of go on from that, so we're going to over the next few weeks, we're going to have a few more um, pods on the go. We're going to have a look at some of the best and worst strips that Rangers have had. We're aye. going to have a wee chat about them. You know, you how love much your strips, I aye. love my, my my Rangers football top. So we're going to have a chat about that um, as well. And then at the end of the month, we're going to have a chat about um, Rangers. You know. Um, transfer window Aye. so far it's looking good but we'll, we'll discuss that um, a bit later on in the month and then we'll have a few other things coming up um, coming up as well for you so first of all I just want to say uh, just before we finish just thanks very much Keith mate again 
Always a pleasure <laughs> seeing you, buddy. Um, having a chat with you about the Bears, it's always good. Ah, it's always good, especially this topic. Yes. We'd, we'd kind of planned to do this, um, but again, it depends how the game went. We might have just binned it. Yep, we, the were, idea, we, were, so. we were close to binning it before the game. Like, if this doesn't work, we'll have to think of something else. But, but thrilled to be actually be here and having a good chat about it. Lucky for us, the, the, the teddy bears done the business on yep. the day. So, let's say thanks very much, and we'll speak to you soon. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Bye bye.